Kwenye mstari wa 27 he says my ship listens to my voice I know them and they follow me and so we've been using this as a very important uh, important uh, marker for you kwa hivyo tumekuwa tukitumia hii kama alama kuu ya muhimu kabisa kwa ajili yenu as a navigator for the church at this hour kama kielelezo kwa kanisa kwa wakati huu that you may find out are you the sheep of christ ili kwamba mpate kutambua je wewe ni kondoo wa kristo remember kumbukeni the bible tells us very clearly biblia inatuambia kwa wazi kabisa in the book of matthew 25 kwenye kitabu cha mathayo sura ya 25 it says verse 34 asema kwenye mstari wa 34 verse we can even begin earlier hata tunaweza kuanza mapema from 31 kuanzia 31 when the son of man comes in his glory mwana wa adamu atakapokuja katika utukufu wake and all the angels with him na malaika wote watakatifu pamoja naye again he says when the son of man the messiah comes in his glory wakati mwana wa adamu masia atakapokuja katika utukufu wake and all the angels coming with him na malaika wote wakija pamoja naye he will sit on his glorious throne ndipo atakapoketi juu ya kiti chake cha utukufu wake and all the nations will be gathered before him na mataifa yote watakusanyika mbele zake and he will separate the people naye atawatenga watu one from another meaning one by one moja toka kwa mwingine kumaanisha kwamba moja baada ya mwingine as a shepherd separates the sheep kama mchungaji anavyotenga kondoo from the goats toka kwa mbuzi and that means there will be only sheep and goats hiyo inamaanisha kwamba kutakuwepo tu na kondoo na mbuzi peke yake so when he says kwa hivyo anaposema that my sheep know me ya kwamba kondoo wangu wananichua they know my voice wanaijua sauti yangu and i know them nami ninawajua and then he says they follow me halafu asemaye kwamba wananifuata he is not implying that there are other types of sheep yeye hamaanishi kwamba kuna aina nyingine ya kondoo he simply implying that whoever is sheep is his kuma anamaanisha tu ya kwamba yeyote ambaye ni kondoo ni wake because right now in the church the sheep and the goats are mixed together kwa sababu sasa hivi kanisani kondoo na mbuzi wamechanganyika pamoja the sheep and the goats kondoo na mbuzi are walking together now they are going to feed together wanaenda malishoni pamoja they are entering the sheep pen together wanaingia katika zizi la kondoo pamoja right now they are mixed together sasa hivi wamechanganyika pamoja and he says na anasema on that day katika siku hiyo when he sits on his glorious throne wakati atakapoketi katika kiti chake cha utukufu with the angels of heaven pamoja na malaika wa mbinguni he says anasema he will separate out the sheep from the goats ya kwamba atatenganisha kondoo toka kwa mbuzi that is when you will know that not all were sheep hapo ndipo mtajua kwamba sio wote walikuwa kondoo the some were actually goats ya kwamba kimsingi wengine walikuwa mbuzi and he says he will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left na anasema atawaweka kondoo upande wake wa kuume na mbuzi upande wake wa kushoto then the king will say to those on his right ndipo mfalme atawaambia wale walioko upande wake wa kuume come you who are blessed by my father njoni ninyi mliobarikiwa na baba yangu take your inheritance urichukueni urithi wenu the kingdom prepared for you ufalme ulioandaliwa kwa ajili yenu since the creation of the world tangu kuumbwa kwa ulimwengu that means those who are sheep now hiyo inamaanisha kwamba wale ambao ni kondoo sasa they are sheep by virtue of election god's 
election wao ni kondoo kwa hisani ya uteuzi wa Mungu that the lord selected them ya kwamba Bwana aliwachagua even before the creation of the earth hata kabla ya kuumbwa kwa ulimwengu that is what he is saying here hicho ndicho anasema hapa he is saying anasema that god almighty ya kwamba Mungu mkuu mwenyezi before he created time kabla kuumba wakati before he created the world kabla hajaumba ulimwengu and time na wakati he already had prepared people tayari alikuwa amewaanda watu people that would come and believe in Christ Jesus his glorious son watu ambao wangekuja na kumwamini Kristo Yesu mwanawe wa utukufu and after believing in him na baada ya kumwamini they would then be justified hivyo basi wangehesabiwa haki after being justified baada ya kuhesabiwa haki then he said they would go glorification to be in the image of the Christ halafu anasemea kwamba wataingia katika kutukuzwa kufanana na Kristo and then they are the ones for whom the kingdom was prepared before creation of the earth. Halafu hao ndio ufalme uliandaliwa kwa ajili yao kabla ya kuumbwa kwa ulimwengu. Before Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Kabla ya kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya kwanza mstari wa kwanza. The election of God we have such a huge topic to handle today here. Uteuzi wa Mungu tunayo mada kubwa kabisa ya kuangazia leo hii hapa. But I want to simply focus because it's a revival night. Lakini nataka tu kuangazia kwa sababu ni usiku wa uvuvio. I want to focus on this aspect of following the Lord Jesus. Ninataka kuangazia kipenge hiki cha kumfuata Bwana Yesu. Because he says in John 10 as we've seen. Kwa sababu anasema kwenye kitabu cha Yohana 10 kama vile tumeona. Again John 10. Tena kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 10. Turn with me there. Ukigeuka pamoja nami pale. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. John chapter 10. Kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 10. Verse 27 if you get time. Mstari wa 27 ukipata wakati. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. My sheep listen to my voice. Kondo wangu husikiliza sauti yangu. I know them. Nami nawajua. And they follow me. Nao hunifuata. So the following of the Christ. Hivyo basi kumfuata Kristo is the testimony, the testament that they have obeyed the words of the Christ. Ndio ushuhuda ya kwamba wametii maneno ya Kristo. They have now put it into action they are following him. Sasa wameyaweka katika matendo wanamfuata. That's why tonight. Na ndio sababu usiku wa leo. I want to focus on the following of Jesus. Ninataka kuangazia kumfuata Yesu. What does it mean to follow Jesus? Je, inamaanisha nini kumfuata Yesu? Those of you tuned in on Jesus is Lord Radio uh, uh, 105.3 105.9 FM wale wenu ambao wanasikiliza kupitia masafa ya redio ya Yesu ni Bwana mitabendi ya 105.3 FM You must have heard that this has been an ongoing an ongoing a, a non-stop theme on that radio for the past two days Ni lazima muwe mmesikia ya kwamba haya ni mazungumzo yasiyokoma katika masafa haya ya redio kwa siku mbili zilizopita But I want to pull out a little bit on this election that you have seen in Matthew 25 Lakini ninataka kudokeza kidogo kuhusiana na uteuzi huu ambao umeona kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo 25 And we see it here also Na pia tunaiona hii pia And he says Na anasema Again Tena verse 25 Jesus answered Yesu akawajibu I did tell you Nimewaambia but you did not believe Lakini hamkuniamini The works I do in my father's name 
mambo ninayotenda katika jina la baba yangu that means the raising of cripples hiyo inamaanisha kwamba kuwainua viwete the opening of blind eyes kufungua macho ya vipofu the opening of deaf ears kuzibua masikio ya viziwi the healing of different conditions kukuponya kwa magonjwa tofauti tofauti the resurrecting of the dead kufufua wafu those works resurrecting lazarus matendo hayo kumfufua lazaro the resurrecting of the dead kufufua wafu all those wonders the coming of the storm maajabu hayo yote kutuliza dhoruba he says there god the father testifying on behalf of christ the messiah anasema kwamba ni mungu baba anayeshuhudia kwa niaba ya kristo yesu masia that's why you see even these two prophets speaking with you today na ndio sababu muone kwamba hata hao manabii wawili wanaozungumza pamoja nanyi leo hii you see that god the father muone kwamba mungu baba is always testifying on their behalf kila wakati anashuhudia kwa niaba yao in order to demonstrate the massive anointing he has placed on them ili kwamba kudhihirisha upako mkuu wa ajabu ambao ameweka juu yao that is the same thing that happened for jesus hilo ndilo jambo sawia lililomtendekea yesu that is what he is talking about here hicho ndicho anachozungumzia hapa but you do not believe lakini hamuamini the works i do in my father's name kazi ninazotenda kwa jina la baba yangu testify about me yananishuhudia but you do not believe lakini ninyi hamwamini because you are not my sheep kwa sababu ninyi sio kondoo wangu look at that very powerful statement tazameni kauli hii ya nguvu kabisa he say anasema that there are people that are not his sheep ya kwamba kunao watu ambao sio kondoo wake when we go down then you see the election tukienda chini hapo basi mtaona utauzi senior needs what you could be at the camera now you, then, then you see the election hivyo basi mtaona utauzi i say anasema verse 27 my sheep listen to my voice kondoo wangu huisikiliza sauti yangu i know them nami nawajua and they follow me nao hunifuata and so tonight we are going to focus on the following of the christ kwa hivyo usiku wa leo tunaenda kuangazia kufuata kristo and all this is for one purpose na hii yote ni kwa ajili ya sababu moja that i may help you to identify for you ili kwamba nipate kuwasaidia ili kwamba kujitambulisha ninyi the church that i saw worshiping inside the kingdom of glory before the throne of god kanisa ambalo niliona wakiabudu ndani ya ufalme wa utukufu ndani ya enzi ya mungu and that vision i'm going to share here tonight na maono hayo ninaenda kushiriki hapa usiku wa leo we were traveling through south africa Oliver Tambo Johannesburg Tulikuwa tunasafiri kupitia katika Afrika Kusini pale Oliver Tambo Afrika Kusini Oliver Tambo International Kupitia katika uwanja wa kimataifa wa ndege wa Oliver Tambo We were crossing to Sao Paulo San Pablo Tulikuwa tunavuka kupitia kuelekea Sao Paulo Sao Pablo And then we were going to cross diagonally all the way up to Caracas Halafu, across the entire South American continent Halafu tulikuwa tunaenda kuvuka kote kote kupitia kule Caracas because we had a big national revival all over Venezuela all the cities had been prepared kwa sababu tulikuwa na uvuvyo mkubwa kabisa wa kitaifa kote kote katika Venezuela kwa sababu miji kadha wa kadha zilikuwa zimeandaliwa and they had prepared Caracas na walikuwa wameandaa Caracas they had prepared Maturin walikuwa wameandaa Maturin they had prepared Valencia walikuwa wameandaa Valencia El Tigre El Tigre Puerto Daz Puerto Daz San Felix San Felix Puerto La Cruz Puerto La Cruz and many other towns na miji mingine mingi had been prepared in the stadiums full stadium stadium Zin- stadium some of them the cities what the police did they helped us they shut down the main streets 
zilikuwa zimeandaliwa katika viwanja vikubwa vya hadhara viwanja vikubwa vya hadhara lakini mahali ambapo viwanja vya hadhara vilikuwa vidogo kama vile Maturin the police simply closed off the main street of the main city kiasilia mapolisi walifunga tu barabara kuu ya mji mkuu and they put police vehicles with police lights to block that side and block this side Hal- and block the feeder roads and they became a big meeting in the main street halafu wakaweka magari ya mapolisi ambayo ilikuwa na mataa can show it if you want we have it always halafu wakaweka magari ya mapolisi ikiwa na mataa ikafunga upande wa juu upande wa chini kule maturin they blocked the main highway walifunga barabara kuu they blocked the feed of the weight coming from i mean from one end the block the other end also wakafunga katika upande mmoja mali ambapo inakunya na mali ambapo inaishia pia kunjine no maturin the, the meeting in the street the meeting in the street please Kule, thank you this is the meeting hundio mkutano they block they simply block the main street wakafunga tu ile barabara kuu so we are going for these meetings See, all the media was there the mayor of the city was there kwa hivyo tulikuwa tunaenda katika mikutano hizi hapa vya wanahabari wote walikuwa pale mea wa mji alikuwa pale pia viongozi wa polisi walikuwa pale the guardia nacional were there wana astronomo walikuwa the pale guard. wale vikosi vya kitaifa walikuwa pale kila mtu so alikuwa pale block, they simply blocked the, you can see the main roads hivyo basi kimsingi walifunga tu mnaweza kuona barabara kuu and so then kwa hivyo basi sasa that is the meeting we were traveling to huo ndio mkutano ambao tulikuwa tunasafiri kuelekea and then waiting for the transatlantic flight from Oliver Tambo International hivyo basi tulikuwa tunangojea ile ndege ya kuvuka ile bahari ya transatlantic katika uwanja wa kimataifa It is called Atlantic Ocean. That flight is transatlantic but the ocean is Atlantic. Katulikuwa tunangoja katika ile ndege kutuvushikisha katika bahari ya Atlantic. And then I fell asleep on the floor of the airport of Oliver Tambo International South Africa. Halafu nikalala usingizi katika sakafu ya uwanja wa ndege wa Oliver Tambo Afrika Kusini. Very busy airport with a lot of announcements every one minute or the other. Uwanja wa kimataifa wa ndege ambao una shughuli nyingi kabisa na matangazo mengi yakiendelea kila dakika. And at that moment the Lord lifted me up from there. Na katika wakati huo Bwana akaninua juu toka pale. Spirit. Katika roho. And I found myself standing inside heaven. Nami nikajipata nikiwa nimesimama ndani ya mbingu. Right before the glorious throne of God Almighty. Bele ya enzi ya utukufu ya Mungu mkuu mwenyezi. Then the lamb the glory covered the entire throne. Halafu utukufu ukafunika enzi yote nzima. But the lamb opened the fourth seal on the holy scroll of God. Lakini mwanakondo akaivunja lakiri ya nne katika gombo takatifu la Mungu mkuu mwenyezi. And the fourth living creature came from where the glory covered the throne came from there and spoke with me. Na yule kiumbe wa nne mwenye uhai akaja toka mahali ambapo utukufu ulifunika enzi na akaja kuzungumza After that then he went back to the throne towards the glory the thick glory that covered the throne. Na baada ya hiyo akarudi tena katika enzi hiyo utukufu mkuu kabisa. I can see what I saw then. Hata ninaweza kuiona sasa hivi kila ambacho kiliona wakati huo. Utukufu mweupe safi kabisa kama mawingu. Spectacular, magnificent. Inayongana kumetameta na kuangaza. Inayongaza na kumetameta. Inayongaza. Ya kumetameta. And when he went back there then he released the rider of the fourth host of the apocalypse Na wakati ambapo alienda pale akamwachilia mpanda farasi wa farasi wanne wa nyakati za kiunabii And when he released him Na wakati alipomwachilia He came very charged very high speed with his rider Alikuja kwa kasi na mori na motisha sana akiona mpanda farasi wake I thought they were passing 
that I lifted up my left prophetic hand. Then it's dropped like this, like this, like this. Right before the throne of God. Inside heaven. And remember that time I'm lying down here, Oliver Tambo International, on the floor. And then, Halapo. at that time, inside heaven, I saw the rider of this fourth horseman of the apocalypse. I saw the fourth horseman of the apocalypse. Why did I see him? The Lord allows me to see him that I may bring the message to you. And so once I saw him, I could see the turban and how he has tied across his face. He has woven a cloth and tied the turban across the face and is pouring behind. Okay, now after I saw him, then I saw his eyes and then the horse went down. And the horse was lying down there. And then after that, then I spoke with the Lord over there. He instructed what would happen. And then after that, I saw the release of that horseman. And I saw him from, from heaven now I could see the earth. The Lord made me, he opened my eyes, I saw when he arrived on the earth. And when he arrived there, he arrived in Egypt first. And then he went all over and then I saw he went to a church, a building with such a roof and a cross. He went to a church, I see the pews also. And there is someone there with a white shirt, I see even now. And then after that he went all over Greece and all over the world. And then you see all this severe death broke out on the earth. But what I want to focus on tonight, because we have a very busy session tonight. I want to focus on the fact that after that came the second vision while I was still in heaven. When I turned like this, then I saw the church for the first time inside heaven. Remember, the Lord has shown me taking the church, the church being taken from the earth. Many times he has shown me that. Okay, we don't have time to We're very busy here. So uh, the Lord has shown me the church being taken up into the kingdom of God. I've seen the church, many of the visions I've shared here, like January 15th, 2017. November 26, 2006 at Kehancha. Recently, after the, the, my prophecy of the coronavirus fulfilled, people running all over saying, Jesus has come, Jesus has come. I have seen those moments. The Lord has shown them to me. And so, I have seen the church being 
taken up into the kingdom of glory. But I had never seen the church inside heaven. So that July 29th, 2009, that vision while sleeping on the floor of Oliver Tambo International Johannesburg, that vision of July 29th, 2009, that was my first time. The second part after the release of the ride of the pale horse, when I turned like this, then saw now the church before the throne of God worshipping, was my first time to see the church inside the kingdom of heaven. Maono ya pili sasa baada ile maono ya kwanza ya kuona yule farasi wa kijivujivu kuachiliwa namna hii alafu nikaona sasa katika maono ya pili kanisa kwa mara ya kwanza kabisa wakiwa wamesimama ndani ya enzi ya Mungu na kuabudu mbele ya enzi ya Mungu and their garments very glorious and dazzling and glowing with glory of God na mavazi yao yalikuwa ya utukufu sana na kumetameta na kuangaza ya utukufu wa Mungu so that was such a spectacular vision inside heaven hivyo basi haya yalikuwa maono ya ajabu kabisa ndani ya mbingu see the church finally before the Lord and they were worshipping in the sweetest worship ever in absolute unison. They went one side together like this. And then they went the other side together but the moment they turned their garments would glow with flash out glory like lightning, thousands of lightning on one garment. Kuona kanisa kwa mara ya kwanza kabisa sasa wakiwa mbele za Bwana na kuabudu katika urembo na njia kupendeza kabisa katika umoja na wakati ambapo walikuwa nageuka namna hii mavazi yao yalikuwa yanametameta kabisa kabisa kwenye so utukufu Hivyo basi sasa watu wabarikiwa That is the church Hilo ndilo kanisa that the Lord has shown me ambalo Bwana amenionyesha and he wants me to come and reveal to you na anataka nije nikawafunulie that you may use that to recalibrate your life ili kwamba mpate kutumia hiyo ili kurekebisha maisha yenu because we've seen in Matthew 25 kwa sababu umeona kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo 25 that there will be only sheep and goats ya kwamba kutakuwepo tu na kondoo na mbuzi peke yao the sheep belong to Christ Jesus they will be told to come to the right side kondoo ni wa Kristo Yesu wataambiwa waje katika upande wa kuume and he saying na anasema that the goats ya kwamba mbuzi will be told to get to the left side and push to the lake of fire wataambiwa ya kwamba waende upande wa kushoto na kusukumwa katika ziwa la moto but in that Matthew 25 lakini kwenye hicho kitabu cha Mathayo 25 you see that he brings out something about the sheep He says that the sheep were elected by God before creation. Then the king will say verse 34. Then the king will say to those on his right mstari wa 34 ndipo wale mfalme atawaambia wale ambao wako upande wake wa kuume come you who are blessed by my father njoni nyinyi mliobarikiwa na baba yangu take your inheritance chukueni urithi wenu the kingdom prepared for you ufalme ulioandaliwa kwa ajili yenu since the creation of the world tangu kuumbwa kwa ulimwengu so whether they are born now kwa hivyo hata kama wamezaliwa sasa hivi in the year 2021 katika mwaka 2021 They were already elected before Genesis 1 chapter 1 tayari, verse 1. Tayari walitauliwa kabla kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya kwanza mstari wa kwanza. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya kwanza mstari wa kwanza. Says the following. Asema yafuatayo. In the beginning God created the heavens. Hapo mwanzo Mungu aliumba mbingu and the earth. Na dunia. 
Now the earth was formless and empty. Wakati huu dunia ilikuwa haina umbo tena ilikuwa tupu. So before Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Kwa hivyo kabla ya kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya kwanza mstari wa kwanza. Before the beginning the demarcation that marks the beginning. Kabla mwanzo kabla hicho alama ambayo inatia mwanzo. Before then when there was nothing to be seen as earth or heaven. Kabla wakati huo wakati ambapo hakukuwepo na chochote cha kuonekana kama dunia ama mbingu. He says. Asema he already had had selected them elected them chosen them chosen ones of god ya kwamba tayari alikuwa amewachagua alikuwa amewateua alikuwa amewachagua wateuliwa wa mungu already chosen by god tayari walioteuliwa na mungu and he says very powerfully here that's the lecture i want to look at the book of john chapter 10 but we are still in matthew 25 na anasema kwa njia ya nguvu kabisa huo ndio uteuzi nataka kuangazia katika kitabu cha yohana sura ya 10 lakini bado tuko katika mathayo 25 he says the following anasema yapatayo he says then the king will say to those on his right come you who who are blessed by my father anasema ndipo mfalme atawaambia wale walioko upande wake wa 10 njoni ninyi mliobarikiwa na baba yangu are you blessed by god the father in heaven je umebarikiwa na mungu baba aliye mbinguni you that is tuned in are you also blessed by the father in heaven ninyi wewe ambao unasikiliza je umebarikiwa pia na baba aliye mbinguni and he says take your inheritance the kingdom prepared for you na anasema uchukweni urithi wenu ufalme uliondaliwa kwa ajili yenu since the creation of the tangu kuumbwa kwa ulimwengu mstari wa 41 he says then he will say to those on his left anasema kisha atawaambia wale walio upande wake wa kushoto depart from me ondokeni kwangu so we are going to look at that depart from me hivi basi tunaenda kuangazia hiyo ondokeni kwangu you remember matthew 7 makumbuka matayo 7 matthew 7 when he says he does not know them Matayo sura ya saba wakati ambapo anasemea kwamba hawajui kamwe. In verse 23. Kwenye mstari wa 23. When he said then I'll tell them plainly. Wakati ambapo anasemea kwamba ndipo nitawaambia wazi. I never knew you. Sikuwajua kamwe. Away from me. Ondokeni kwangu. Depart from me. Ondokeni kwangu. You workers of evil. Ninyi watenda maovu. You workers of iniquity. Ninyi watenda udhalimu. You workers of wickedness you evil doers so we will look at that depart from me also when we get time eventually we are really trying to summarize this up but when we, we, we must get to that also kwa hivyo tutaangazia hiyo ondokeni kwangu hatimaye wakati ambapo tutafikia hapo lazima tutie hii katika mutasari pia depart from me ondokeni kwangu that is what he's saying in matthew 25 hicho ndicho anasema kwenye kitabu cha mathayo 25 it says matthew 25 verse 41 anasema kwenye mathayo 25 Then the king who said to those on his left depart from me you who are cursed Kisha mfalme atawaambia wale walio upande wake wa kushoto ondokeni kwangu ninyi mliolaaniwa into the eternal fire prepared eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels Nendeni kwenye moto wa milele ulioandaliwa kwa ajili ya ibilisi na malaika zake So the Lord is telling us that right now on the earth even in the church Kwa hivyo Bwana anatuambia kwamba sasa hivi kanisani duniani hata kanisani Even as we are sitting on the verge of eternity Hata wakati ambapo tumekaa katika ukingo wa unyakuzi Everybody can tell that owing to the prophecy of the coronavirus and the tremendous overhaul changes the permanent changes that have taken place on the earth kila mtu anaweza kutambua ya kwamba kuzingatia hukumu ya virusi vya corona na mabadiliko makubwa kabisa ambayo yametendeka duniani 
Everybody can tell that we are sitting on the verge of eternity. Kila mtu anaweza kutambua ya kwamba tumeketi katika ukingo wa unyakuzi. And so he's saying. Na kwa hivyo anasema. That right now on the earth and in the church. Ya kwamba sasa hivi duniani na hata kanisani. There are two types of people. Kunao aina mbili ya watu. There are those who are sheep. Kuna wale ambao ni kondoo. And we are seeing that they are being sheep is an election by God the Father. Na tunaonea kwamba kuwepo kwao kwa kondoo ni uteuzi na Mungu Baba. And there are those who are goats. Na kuna wale ambao ni mbuzi. And we are seeing that because they were not chosen by God then they are gods. Hivyo basi tunaonea kwamba kwa sababu wao hawakuchaguliwa na Mungu hivyo basi wao ni mbuzi. The Lord that knows the hearts of men. Mungu ajue mioyo za wanadamu. This is what he says the creator. Hiki ndicho anachosema Mungu And I'm using this to lay a very powerful paradigm for John chapter 10 where we are going to look at the deeper revelation on the election of God. What you call the cho- being chosen the election of God. Nami natumia hii ili kwamba kuweka msingi madhubuti wa nguvu kabisa kuhusiana na kile ambacho tunaenda kuona katika kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 10 kile ambacho tunaona ya kwamba uteuzi wa Mungu. So say, kwa hivyo anasema that right now on the earth and in the church there are two types of people. Ya kwamba sasa hivi duniani na kanisani kuna aina mbili ya watu. There are those that are sheep. Ya kwamba kuna wale ambao ni kondoo. And he say the blessed ones you blessed by my father na anasema kwamba wabarikiwa ninyi mliobarikiwa na baba yangu there are those that also may look like sheep but they are actually goats na kuna wale ambao pia wanaweza kuonekana kama kondoo lakini wao kwa hakika ni mbuzi and he says them they are not blessed they are cursed so these ones are blessed them they are cursed by the father na anasema kwamba kwa wao hawajabarikiwa bali wamelaaniwa kondoo wamebarikiwa na baba lakini hao wamelaaniwa na baba so when you receive the christian salvation of the grace hivyo basi unapopokea wokovu wa kikristo wa neema you ought to exercise the highest level of due diligence wapaswa kuendeleza kiwango cha juu kabisa kabisa cha umakinifu and uphold it and behold it na kuizingatia kabisa na kuishika with maximum treasure na udhamana mkubwa sana probably you have been chosen that's why you are born again kwa sababu pengine umechaguliwa umetauliwa ndio sababu umeokoka and then you are fooling around with your salvation to the extent that your name is written out blotted out of the lamp the books the lamp's book of life blotted out halafu sasa unafanya upuzi na mchezo mchezo na wokovu wako kiasi kwamba jina lako lifutwe kutoka katika kitabu cha uzima cha milele and yet it was written there by the father before creation ila hali liliandikwa pale na baba kabla umbaji so this is such a tremendous awakening coming to the church at this hour hivyo basi huu ni mwamsho mkubwa kabisa ukija kwa kanisa kwa wakati huu and he goes on to say na anaendelea kusema in verse 46 katika mstari wa 46 then they will go away to eternal punishment ndipo hawa watakapoingia katika adhabu ya milele but the right just to eternal life lakini wale wenye haki wataingia katika uzima wa milele so our assignment tonight kwa hivyo kazi yetu siku wa leo we are duty bound tonight to be able to delineate to separate and identify who are these that are called the blessed sheep of god tunalo jukumu usiku wa Tunalo jukumu usiku wa leo la kutenga na kuweza kutambulisha ya kwamba je hawa ni kina nani ambao wanaitwa wateule wa Mungu And that's why we go back now to the book of John chapter 10 Na ndio sababu sasa twarudi tena kwenye kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 10 right ahead of us Tena hapa mbele yetu We have a tremendous power packed session Tunayo awamu iliyoja nguvu sana zaidi My daughter Meredith which whom you see on the, on the screen who was removed from death literally by the Lord Binti wangu Meredith ambaye mwana katika runinga ambaye aliondolewa bisa kutoka kwa kifo na bwana serious situation hali mbaya sana sana in the icu in pennsylvania katika chumba cha wagonjwa mahututi kule pennsylvania 
very terrible, terrible shot right straight on the face. And another bullet shot right into the mouth. And other six bullets shot shattering the body, the intestines and everything. And the police were stopping people on the road. In Pennsylvania. They were stopping people. They were stopping people on the road. They were stopping people on the road. The police were stopping them and asking about this shooting. The police were stopping and asking. Have you heard that you know the person that shot this woman And left her for dead. That is the night that the prayer request came. For my daughter Leslie, for my daughter Leslie, Lockheed, and then I replied one thing, tell her I have taken full authority, show that email for a moment. The, the email please drew me. The, the, I have taken full I've taken full charge. I, th- that was the email I answered. So I have taken over the situation. I have taken charge over the situation and decreed it is well. And then what happened from there was a wonder. What happened from there is a wonder. And what happened from there is a wonder. When finally she came out out of death literally out of death so we are going to celebrate that tonight and many more other healings that happened Australia today spinal cord injury we saw so he's saying here that there are those that are blessed by God and the way he goes about the way the text the Lord describes it is what I want to pass you through tonight and my purpose is one is to encourage you to take your salvation very seriously. Because there is an election laid on you. Even to have the salvation of the grace. He says again, says my father, verse 29 of John chapter 10, my father who has given them to me, is greater than all. And he says, no one can snatch them out of my father's hand. Then he reveals his deity in verse 30. Then he says, I and the father are one. Remember, in Hebrew, that is considered a blasphemy if you are mere man. They picked up stones and they wanted to unleash violence on him. Again, his, again, again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. 
Nimeonyesha miujiza mingi mikubwa toka kwa baba yangu. For which of these works do you stone me? Ni ipi katika hiyo mnataka kunipiga mawe? We are not stoning you for any good work. Hatukupigi mawe kwa sababu ya mambo mema uliyotenda. They replied. Wayahudi wakamjibu. But for blasphemy because you a mere man claim to be God. Bali ni kwa kuwa umekufuru kwa maana wewe ingawa ni mwanadamu tu unajifanya kuwa Mungu. So they thought he was mere man. Kwa hivyo walifikiria kwamba yeye alikuwa mwanadamu tu. But it's amazing that in this entire conversation altercation between the Lord Jesus and them the Pharisees. Lakini yashangaza sana katika mazungumzo haya yote mabishano kati ya Yesu na mafarisayo. Jesus does not deny. Yesu hakatai. When they said You claim you say you are God you claim to be God. Wakati wanaposemea kwamba unadai kwamba wewe ni Mungu. Jesus does not tell them no no you got it wrong I didn't say that. Yesu hawaambia kwamba hapana hapana mlichukulia makosa sikusema hivyo. In other words Jesus is telling them that you got it right. Kwa maneno mengine Yesu anawaambia kwamba mlipata sawa. Yes indeed I am God. Ndio kwa kweli mimi ni Mungu. He does not deny it at all throughout the entire text. I searched all over verse 10 he does not deny it. Yeye haipingi kabisa All over chapter 10. Katika sura yote and so he says when you go down there verse 37 do not believe me unless i do the works of my father is now raising the value of the miracles you see we are showing you on the screen sasa anainua udhamana ya miujiza ambazo mwaona tukionyesha katika runinga. Anasema that the gospel of Jesus. Ya kwamba injili ya Yesu. You cannot take only the narrative of Jesus alone. Huwezi kuchukua tu hadithi ya Yesu peke yake and exclude the miracles. Na kisha uweke kando miujiza. He says you have to take the, the sayings of Jesus, the words of Jesus. Anasema kwamba ni lazima uchukue maneno ya Yesu and the miracles of Jesus. Na miujiza za Yesu. Then the gospel of Jesus is complete. That's what he's saying here. Ndipo sasa injili ya Yesu imekamilika. Hicho ndicho anasema hapa. In verse 37. Kwa Do not believe me unless I do the works of my Father. Basi msiniamini ijapokuwa tu nifanye kazi za baba yangu. The gospel alone without miracles has no power. Anasema kwamba injili peke yake bila miujiza haina nguvu. That when the miracles come they come with authority they now energize and they establish the gospel. Ya kwamba wakati miujiza zinapokuja zinakuja na mamlaka na kutia nguvu kabisa injili. I guess now that gives you a higher understanding of the miracles God has been doing whenever the two prophets come and then they decree the name of Jesus the two prophets have raised cripples today I heard Cynthia Wanjiku on radio calling from Kenyatta University born totally blind but seeing after the healing until now she's in university with normal students na kisia sasa mnaona ufahamu mkuu kabisa ya miujiza ambazo Mungu amekuwa akifanya wakati ambapo manabii wakuu wakutisha kwa amri moja wamekuwa kitenda miujiza hizi katika jina kula Yesu leo hii nilimsikia Cynthia Wanjiku katika masafa ya redio akipiga simu kutoka katika chuo kikuu cha Kenya aliyezaliwa kipofu kamilifu And then her eyes opened in the big grand meeting in Kisumu. Halafu macho yake yakafunguka katika mkutano mkuu wa uponyaji kule Kisumu. Until today. Hadi leo hii. Now is in normal university called Kenyatta University, one of the major universities in this country. Sasa yuko katika chuo kikuu cha kawaida, kiitwacho chuo kikuu cha Kenyatta, moja wapo ya chuo kikuu cha ngazi ya juu kabisa katika taifa hili. Today she called on behalf of the KU altar. Leo hii alipiga simu kwa niaba ya madhabahu makuu. 
thing that they are tuned in they are waiting for this message and tonight's service the power of the miracles of Jesus why is it that the Lord is causing his prophets to raise cripples all the time across this land the purpose is to establish for you before the generation that these are the prophets promised in the Bible, ya of kwa, the Bible. Ya kwamba, hawa it's a dreadful ma- thing for the prophets of the Bible to come back. Look at the earthquakes that have struck many nations with. Look at the coronavirus. Look at the earthquake in Mexico on your screen right now. Unbearable. They're running. There's nowhere to run. It's a dreadful thing. Look at that earthquake. The schools have collapsed. Everything tremendous is unbelievable. They are running. The schools have collapsed over people. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the buildings collapsing and buildings swaying. Buildings exploding with fire. Look at that. It's a dreadful thing for the prophets of the Bible to come back. It's a fearful thing for the prophets of the Bible to come back. That's why the Lord Bring me forward to raise cripples, open blind eyes all over the earth Bo- to catch your attention to take this serious. Watch this space. Look at that building is swinging. Look at people running. There's nowhere to run to. Look at that building is swinging. Look at the entire building is swinging. And so he's talking about the gravity of the miracles in verse 38 here. But I do them. He say, but I do them even though you do not believe me. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. That's a very rich scripture right there. He's saying that the fact that he's doing the miracles, first of all he said that those that don't believe his miracles are not sheep. They are not his sheep. They are not for the kingdom of God. Be careful the church of Christ. Because in this ministry you've seen cripples gate one before healing and when they are raised. And so it would really, I don't know, take what for you not to believe. It would take this scripture here that you are not the sheep of Christ. Then he says, but if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know 
and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Again, he goes back to the fact that he is God. Look at the power of miracles and wonders being displayed here in verse 38. Because he's saying in verse 38 that if you don't believe the words of the messenger but if you then look at the miracles and believe the miracles that will give you an open door. And he said that you may know, have knowledge, know, and understand. Meaning increased knowledge, increased levels of knowledge. The miracles of Jesus, the miracles of God that the two prophets are doing here, they facilitate the believer to have increased, an exponential increase in the knowledge of the understanding of God and the mission current at hand. Miujiza za Yesu, miujiza za Mungu ambazo manabii kuwa kutisha wanafanya hapa zinawasaidia waumini ili kwamba wakapate kuongezeka katika maarifa katika wakati uliopo sasa hivi. He says to know and understand increase knowledge and understanding owing to the miracles of God the power of the miracles of God the miracles you see all over this land you see in Ghana, you see Australia, you see everywhere Uganda and everywhere. And so this is very powerful, blessed people. But even more powerful is the way he goes about it to say that the Father is the one that gives him the sheep. And he says they will never perish. Again, let's read back a bit. Let's start from verse 14. He say, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep. And my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me. And I know the Father. And he says, And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not in this sheepfold, sheep pen. Referring to the Gentile church, that this is the statement that invited you to salvation. The Gentile church. Because Jesus says, even though they were not there, he has them. He already has them, they are his. He had you already because of the election of God. I have other sheep that are not in this sheep pen. Then he now exudes his sovereignty, his global universal sovereignty. He says, I must bring them also. Must. Meaning, he was duty bound wherever you were. Wherever, whether you are, you are in Nairobi or you are in uh, South America, he said he must bring, he was duty bound to bring you to himself. That is what gave you salvation. Now, 
must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice. But look at the chronology. He brings them first, then they listen to the voice. That is the revelation and the election of God. They have not heard the voice of Jesus before, wherever they were. You would have said they need to hear first to believe. But he says here that he has them already. So he has to bring them. He must bring them and then they will hear his voice. Don't fool around with your salvation. They too will listen to my voice. And there shall be one flock and one shepherd. Now he's referring here to the book of Revelation chapter 5 verse 9 when he has purchased for our God using his blood he has purchased unto our God Yahweh people from all tribes all languages all peoples all nations all together now they are multi-racial multi-ethnic army of God serving God in the kingdom of God there is no racism there there is no ethnicity there they are one sheepfold. They are worshipping with one shepherd called Jesus the Messiah. Hallelujah. There is no tribalism there. There is no white or black racism there. They are all one sheep under one fold. And one shepherd. Verse 17. John chapter 10. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. Now no human being can say such a thing except God. Except God. That he lays down his life by himself. And then after, after death he takes it back. That is again demonstrating sovereignty over death. So Jesus really went out to reveal to them that he is the Christ. He is the Messiah that has come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Very mighty Lord. And they say, take it up again. Then verse 18, he says, no one takes it from me. But I lay down on my own accord. Then he says, I have authority to lay it down and authority to, authority to take it up again. Then he says, this is the command I've received from my father. And it's such a rich scripture with so much in it here. But you see that the father is the one that gives him the sheep. The father takes the sheep and gives him. 
the father gives to him, the father also ensures, Jesus says, that all the sheep that come to his hands, he can never lose. And they cannot perish. And he says, again he goes on verse 25, and many other scriptures down there today, but Jesus, he says, Jesus answered, I did, I did tell you, but you did not believe. And then down there 28. I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Look, focus on verse 28 now. The sheep that the father has given him. Into his hands. His own sheep. His own. He says, once he has you, you have received Jesus, and you are now in his hands. That's why we are going to look at following Jesus. That is the testament that now you are in his hands. What does it mean to follow Jesus? That is the true testimony that he has, he has you. Because now you have believed his command, you have believed his words, you are walking with him towards the kingdom of God. And so we have to look at that. Because that now helps to, you can use that to audit yourself. It helps you now to examine yourself again and again. Find out if you are walking with Jesus. Are you observing holiness? Are you observing righteousness? Nobody can walk with God except they be holy and righteous. Verse 27. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them. And they follow me. That is their mark. They are walking with Jesus. And later I will open up for you what the voice of Jesus is. Because then he was in the promised land and he spoke to them audibly. And when we go to the book of John 17, then you hear that he is praying and he says he's also praying for those that will believe the message of the people he is sending. The voice you see here today, and when you listen to that message and obey, you are listening to the voice of the Messiah. John chapter 17, you'll find that he prays for the sheep that are there. And those that will receive the Lord, owing, that will believe, owing to the message, when now he sends his messengers to go and pronounce the gospel, to go and look for the other sheep. Other sheep also I have. They too must be brought into this fold. That is what has sent me here. That's what has sent people, hallelujah, over time. The apostles went because of that. Okay, now, I thank you. You, you just say thank you. Thank you. Stop that. So, he says, he prays for them there, and then he prays for those who are his sheep, but they are far away. Then he says, that even them, 
He prays for them. Verse 28 he says Those who are now his who are following him I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Did somebody hear the words of my tongue? He says I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. What a blessed assurance. And then he says no one will snatch them out of my hand. Meaning not even Satan. This is very powerful in the election of God. Because this now also can help you ask questions. He says that nobody can snatch them from his hand. Give them eternal life. They will never perish, can never perish. So what is, who are these that we see falling out with a girl, sexual sin, falling out of the church, falling out of preaching with a young girl, left his family, falling out of church, did not believe the cloud of God, falling. Who are these when Jesus says his own sheep can never perish? You find falling into sexual sin today, doing other things, falling into lies, falling out of church. Who are those then? Falling out of the pulpit. Because his own ship 